Hello, and welcome to Failure to Launch Podcast. I am your host, Chloe Kroll, and I am here to teach you how to step out of fear and into power to create the life that you deserve. I am a realtor and a future life and mindset coach. Join me on my journey towards self-betterment, positive personal development, and transformation, and learn how to start your journey as well. Welcome, welcome, my beautiful people. This is episode three of Failure to Launch. And, you know, last episode, I did talk about perspective. And something that I've been seeing a lot of recently online um, that I really wanted to touch base on um, because I feel strongly about it is toxic relationships. Um, And I've been seeing a lot of it online. I'm, I'm a part of this girls group on Facebook and there's been a lot of girls within the last few months. I mean, a lot of girls coming out and posting anonymously, asking for advice um, about this situation with a boyfriend or husband, fiance, whatever it is. He's been showing all these different behaviors, um, addictions, like sex addictions, um, narcissistic behaviors, all sorts of stuff like that. And, you know, when you go and read those posts, you know, obviously you're looking at it and you're like, um, leave. Like, is that even a question? And people are just commenting, like, girl, it's time to walk away. Like, you need to leave him. You need to do this, blah, blah, blah. And I look at those posts and I look at those comments and obviously they're right. Like, obviously don't be with them anymore. But, you know, being in those kind of situations um, personally in my life, then you would understand if you also been through them personally that it's not that easy. And let me explain to you why it's not that easy. So relationships where you're starting to question behaviors, especially when you're they're talking about blatant like blatantly talking about like from my perspective and my view, I can tell you those are narcissistic behaviors. Um, but when you're in a position where you're starting to question some of those things, automatically I can see, not all the time, but most of the time, I can see that this is a relationship of highs and lows, okay? And this doesn't have to be just like a a romantic relationship. This can be friendships. This can be relationships with um, family members, whatever it is, any sort of relationship. Now, these types have been a romantic relationship specifically, but don't don't exclude yourself just because I'm I'm specifically talking right now about a romantic relationship. This includes anything and everything. But these types of relationships that have these highs and lows, um, the reason why they're so hard to get away from is because our brain physically becomes addicted to that feeling. The feeling of happiness. When it's good, it's great, but when it's bad, it's terrible. So our brain like looks, it needs, it needs that that greatness, that greatness that you feel. It's it's literally it is an addiction. Like I have done a a lot of research on this um, to understand why our brains do this and why 
something logically that seems so obvious, like, duh, why am I in this? Why am I part of this? Why am I with this person? Why am I still friends with this person? Like, logically, I can sit there and think, like, that doesn't even make any fucking sense. But for some reason, my brain is still attached to this, this idea, this something. And so after extensive research on all this, it is quite literally an addiction that your brain has created with this high and low feeling, or not necessarily the low, but the need for the high. And I came across something on Instagram yesterday, actually, um, about how to break that addictive and toxic cycle. And I talked about this in my last episode, but they literally said the only way to do that is to become self-aware of it. So if you're not aware of it, it's going to be quite literally almost impossible to break, or it's going to be a shitstorm to get out of. And believe me, I've been there too. But once you are aware of this cycle or the fact that your brain's addicted to it, um, your brain will slowly detach itself from that because now you're aware and now it's not as, it's not as addictive anymore. And once you start filling your time up with things, um, with more, I don't want to use the word more addictive things. That's not what I want. (laughs) That's not at all what I want you to do. But if you indulge yourself in activities where you're fully present and your mind has full attention of that activity, your your mind's going to lose its attention from that addictive cycle. It's, it's going to. Um, and like I said, the more time that you spend in self-awareness, the less power the toxic cycle will have over you. And just naturally, when you're in a place of self-awareness, there's just no room for addiction. Just naturally, you're going to move yourself away from that. You're going to move forward and the cycle is just going to fade. And this is not like an overnight thing either by any means. This is like depending on how powerful you allow your mind to be and how dedicated you are um, to being self-aware can happen more quickly. Um, for me personally, with situations like that, it's it's been happening over the last like two years, actually, like honestly, like probably five years. Yeah, so that's why it's it's really important. And I just commented on someone else's post on Facebook where she was basically saying the same thing, and I'm just reading it. And again, it's it's my self awareness to understand behaviors of those type of people where I'm like, that's a narcissist. Like, that is a narcissist. And I, I commented on it and I was like, listen, just if you, I would prefer you message me personally because I'm not trying to like post all of this stuff on a comment section. But I want to relate to her in a more personal and emotional level for her to trust what I'm saying. Because, you know, I've had people my entire life like, don't be with that person, don't be around that person, don't do this, don't do that. But why? Why? And I typically, I typically have to find out the hard way nine times out of 10, unfortunately. But, you know, I, I don't, I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily complaining about that because I am the why type of person. I don't like to just necessarily make those assumptions um, up front, but I also at the time wasn't as intuitive um, and I wasn't good at 
tuning into myself and others' energy. So now I can make that assumption because I can read people's energies and I can read, um, I can just read them as a whole. So if I come across specifically a narcissist, you know, where they, what they do is they will literally suck your energy. That's what they are, energy suckers. They want your energy. And that's why they become attracted to empaths. And um, they do that because empaths typically, it's gotten, gotten better over time that I have noticed. But me personally, you know, I never knew actually what an empath was. And I never understood what that actually meant. And I could never understand why, you know, I walk into a room and I could feel so overwhelmed. So now I've learned to observe energy versus absorbing it. And like I said, I, you know, I can tell, I can sniff out a narcissist a mile away at this point. Like if if I know you're a narcissist, eh back up, reverse, go the other direction. Don't even breathe in my direction. (laughs) I want nothing to do with you because I can feel you're already sucking my energy without even probably you realizing you're doing it. So anyways, I commented and I just had her reach out to me um, if she wanted to reach out to me to talk to her about it personally because, you know, a bunch of people commenting on her post and saying, walk away, walk away. You think she probably doesn't like know that? She doesn't, she's, she's probably not stupid. She's probably like, okay, that's why she reached out on the post on Facebook to begin with. And this girl's page was because, you know, something isn't right in her, in her head, but she just doesn't understand why. And, you know, telling, you telling someone you just need to walk away. To me personally, when I look at that, it's like a a form of belittlement, if belittlement is a word, it is now, but it's, to me, I look at it and it's like you're belittling me. Like, I'm asking a question to get insight, not for you to give me a solution. Because, like I said, I am very much a why person. And not everyone has the answer to the whys, obviously. And so that's why usually I personally learn the hard way. (laughs) But, you know, if somebody at some point in time, you know, through my personal experiences were to come to me and say, look, I've been through this. um, And what you're seeing right now is a form of narcissism, or it's a form of this, a form of that. Or, you know, I personally went through that as well. You know, if you can give me I just never had that, I guess. I never had someone come to me and say they can relate to me. And I think that was the biggest problem throughout my own personal experiences was, you know, why is your choice, why is your, why do I have to make the same choice that you decide I should make? If that makes sense. Like you're telling me I should do this, but why is that the right decision? Without some further insight, without some further knowledge, relatability, anything. You just want me to listen to you. You want me to think that your word is what's best. And that is something I have struggled with immensely in my life. But the second someone relates to me 
on a personal level, emotional level, whatever it is, that is when I start to listen and I start to compare situations and I start to look at, you know, okay, this happened to them. This is happening to me. This was the outcome. This is, I had a similar outcome. The same thing happened to them. And now I'm assuming another similar outcome is going to happen. And their outcome was not a good outcome. So why would I assume differently for my situation? So I think it's very, in. we're kind of going back to perspective here, um, which is what I was wrapping this around to, but it kind of got into relationships. Um, but this this perspective, this perspective that you can't always see and you can't always understand um it's very important there's there's certain aspects that I don't or certain things I see on Facebook or advice or whatever it is that I don't fully understand because I've never personally experienced but it's very important to understand another person's perspective in situations but the biggest problem in a lot of you know, other people's situations is no one's providing perspective. They're just saying this is it and that's why, or this is it and that's that. They're not saying why. And I think a lot of people, they they need the why without actually realizing they need the why. And sometimes you can give people the why, why you shouldn't do this or why this is happening. And sometimes they still don't listen But, you know, um, let me put it in perspective of my career, real estate, you know, people hire you to help you purchase a home or sell your home and you're professional in what you do. So this, you know, okay, for specifically for um, someone buying a house, you're giving your advice, they don't listen, giving your advice, they don't listen, they lose out on this home, they lose out on this home, they lose out on this home because they want to listen to themselves. Sometimes people have to learn the hard way. Well, then they're like, all right, let me listen to you. And then they get the house. That's typically (laughs) how that works. (laughs) So to the side note, if you hire a real estate agent, a realtor, a real estate professional, it is in your best interest. Usually to listen to them. There are not great real estate agents out there, but that's a whole other story. Anyways, nine times out of 10, listen to your realtor, okay? <laughs> but to use that in the same um, situation, idea, concept, whatever you want to call it, you know, sometimes you're going to get people those whys and then they're still not going to listen and that's just that. But they're going to have to learn the hard way a few times and that's, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, um, like I said, I don't think I was ever given the why throughout my life. And I'm realizing this now as I'm actually speaking it out loud on why I literally basically go and do the opposite of anything anybody ever tells me. Um, It's because I was never really given the why. But the second that you're able to provide some perspective to me, that's typically, you know, when I can sit back and be like, okay, Because especially in the last two years, I've become very, very self-aware of a lot of what I do and a lot um, of who I'm hanging out with and I'm I'm around, I'm giving my energy to or letting my energy be around, um, what I'm feeding my body, a lot of mindfulness, I guess you can say, a lot of mindfulness. So especially, like I said, in the last two years, I've 
become way, way, way more self-aware. Um, maybe before that, you that was not the case whatsoever. But I am very, very open to what other people have to say. And but again, the second somebody comes at me in a comes at me sideways, really, <laughs> you come at me sideways, my ears shut off. And I don't even allow perspective at that point because I expect, as everybody listening to this should, always expect respect first. Always expect respect first. And that's why a lot of these, you, you're not going to reach this this woman, basically, this sort, sort of cry for help. You're not going to reach her. You're not going to reach her when you're when you're coming at her in a defensive defensive way, like a belittlement, like duh, duh. This is the answer. Why did you not think of it already? You think she wouldn't be posting if that was the answer for her, right? It's a perspective thing. It is perspective, and it's it's I, I I'm sick of seeing it. To be a hundred percent honest with you, I'm sick of seeing it. I'm sick of other women. Just like, I, I don't, even, I don't have the word for it or not, you know, not just women, but specifically I see this a lot on this girl page and why don't, why can't we be there for each other and listen, li- act like actually listen to understand versus listening to respond. Because I think a lot of people just read, 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 read. They see bad, 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 bad. And then they're like, walk away. They're not seeing this emotion with this sentence. They're not seeing and feeling the emotion in this sentence. They're not seeing the little bits of cry for help to to begging for perspective. You know, and it's not your job as a person either to help everyone and everyone, but it's also not your job to go in as a fucking Karen, I guess. That's the best way I can put that. Like, you, you have a choice. Um, and I have a friend of mine, Sasha. She, at one of these events I went to with her, um, she said this so perfectly. It stuck with me ever since. You know, you have, you have two choices. You can lift people up with one hand or you can bring them down with another. And she said she was that person bringing people down. And, you know, when you have that choice, like, you have the choice. Why? Like, I don't understand why that's not an obvious choice to make. So to break all of that down and put that all in a summary, um, because I talked about a lot of different things in this episode, you could probably hear a lot of the passion I had behind a lot of what I said. Um, But first and foremost, understand that if you are struggling to separate yourself from any sort of relationship with any person, romantic, friendship, family relationship, whatever it may be, if you're struggling to separate yourself from that, um, start asking yourself um, if, you know, I like literally, again, this is like a thing with saying out, out loud. I don't know what it triggers in your brain, but if you were to write it out, like, okay, this thing is a red flag that he's doing. This thing is a red flag. This thing is a red flag. 
And then you'll start to understand, okay, is this a repetitive thing? Is this a repetitive thing? And then you can see a cycle. And those are called toxic cycles. Um, And then once you're aware, okay, this is a toxic cycle, now you're self-aware of it. Now you're self-aware of that toxic cycle. And then you can slowly start to remove yourself from that. And again, if anybody ever needs perspective, ever, please reach out to me in any way. Message me on Instagram, Facebook, text me, call me, whatever it is. I love I love providing perspective to people um, because it's like a thinking outside the box little challenge for me, I guess. <laughs> I love it. I think it's fun. Um, of course, take it very seriously too. But, you know, those toxic cycles, don't think that you're less than because you can't seem to break out of it. It's, it's literally an addiction. Those highs and lows are quite literally an addiction to our brain equally as addictive as anything else in our lives. Um, Drugs and alcohol, whatever it may be, nicotine, vaping, which is the same thing as nicotine, I guess, but those are equally addictive. So, you know, understand that you're not less of a person because you seem to be caught in that cycle. On top of that as well, be the person that can genuinely provide perspective to people. Listen to understand versus listening to respond. And the listening to understand versus listening to respond thing, that can go for anything and everything in life, Um, not just this specific situation, being business, relationships, um, just casually meeting people, whatever it is. Be the person that can listen to understand. Because when you're listening to understand, you will naturally be able to provide perspective to people because like I've said before, I my biggest goal is to challenge people. I want to challenge people. I want to challenge their mindset. I want people to challenge me. And when you're challenging me, that means you're giving me perspective. And I've met few people in my life that have been able to do that for me. Um, but those kind of people I, I love. They're my favorite kinds of people because yes, challenge me. Like, am I doing something toxic? Am I doing something that I need, it's a bad habit that I'm not self-aware about? Point that out to me. So just be be that person. Be, be genuine with people. Give people's perspective. Listen to understand. And don't think that you are less of a person because you are in a toxic cycle. And please, please reach out to me in any way if you need that perspective because I would absolutely love to give it. For tuning in to episode three of Failure to Launch, and I will see you guys next week on episode four.